Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Starting five podcasts on SB Nation Grizzly Bear Blues. I am the one P Shark. What's going on, everybody? I'm Mr. Up to Something today. I'll explain why my name is Mr. Up to Something, but I am at underscore Scott later on Twitter. Yeah, I can't wait to hear what you're up to, man. Um, I guess I'll take over the corner spot and the post. It's your boy, it's really shitty, but then I have to dump it down to the big fella, though. Yes, sir. The big man at Tev Shakir, you know what it is, man. And we actually here with another big man. No, <laughs> no I'm a point guard, man. I'm a point guard. Look at me, man. Hey, man, it's the starting point guard, starting PG, man. Oh, you just coming <laughs> on the show, just taking over. I know. <laughs> Y'all don't know the voice, man. This is the one, the only Sean TZ from Hot 107. My God. Just on some crazy issue, you just out at the crib. I was like, bro, you want to hop on a pod, man? Talk to us, boys. Yeah, you know, so I turn that down. We here, bro. We here, but everybody know you, man. Hot one hundred seven, DJ. Like, how's you getting a DJ? Man, honestly, truth be told, you gonna was true. What? Well, you know what? I guess. That's uh, yeah, funny, yeah. Oh, right? uh, I started like eighth, ninth grade. All my homeboys selling drugs and doing that type of stuff, and I was on the child, and I loved attention. So I was like, man, my mom would kill my ain't finna sell no drugs. So I had already. Had like a little following in school, so I started doing a little Friday night at the party, like Friday night football game at the parties. Uh, shout out the bows in the outer middle is where I started. Uh, shit, my first party I made like 1500. I'm in high school now, I know 1500 since we grown 1500 ain't shit, but in high school, like my first 1500, I was like, damn, yeah. so <laughs> kept doing it, kept doing it, kept doing it, and it just I'm here now. And you're at High 107, man, the voice of the city of Memphis, I mean, not the city, the state of Memphis, because we know we live in our own state, the state of Memphis, man. How'd you, how'd you get into, like, the whole voice and then using your voice, your, your platform? Like Actually, uh, just being a class clown, and I was getting in trouble, and teachers used to always be like, that mouth gonna get you somewhere. Shit, it did. It did. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> so class clowns, y'all. Yeah, being can. a class clown, loving, loving attention, being a center of attention. And you, you just turned that into like positive energy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Cool. 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 Um. So of course, like you, you rock with the Grizzlies, right? Oh yes, sir, most definitely. <laughs> Shout out to Jamal Murray. I actually tried to apply for that position. <laughs> like, <bro. laughs> 
I didn't get it, but it's all good. <laughs> oh my god, bro! We like we literally just sit here and talk all day. I know y'all may have some questions, but like uh, speaking of John Moran, we saw that Moneybag Yo had a track with him as well. Oh, yeah, and it's yeah, kind of like is that kind of like codes of ain't like sports and music in a one? Like, what you think? Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Um, for a minute, I thought John Moran was gonna spit a whole sixteen. Mm. <laughs> so, mm. what did kinda- y'all listen to a John Moran sixteen? Well, listen, if I can listen to Dwayne Rock Johnson and give him about four bars. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. Then we got to put that poll out. Would y'all want to listen to a high stick scene from John? We got to put that out. Probably so. <laughs> yeah, you sound like just like, just, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Most definitely agree with mine. But uh, they friendship is off the chain, though. I think they got more of a personal relationship, too. And they kind of like just brought the vibes. And- yeah, yeah. And it was good for the city. It was definitely good for the city. Yeah, like I said, well, I'd sit here and talk to my boy all day. Like, this this my guy. I know y'all probably got some questions for him. Um, I just got one question. I'm, you know, too, I'm a big fan of DJs. You know, I'm going to rock with yeah. the DJs. What's up, what's up, talk to him. <laughs> no, so my, my question would be, you know, what's the best thing that you – well, what do you enjoy about DJing itself? Is it, you know, just being able to kind of, you know – Energy, because, like, I have a natural high. Mm-hmm. Like my energy, I love. I don't, I don't know if this is going off topic, but what I mean by energy, like I know I just saved three people from committing suicide before, so I know I got to get the girl. Mm-hmm. Like I totally like, my embrace that because like those three people could took their lives, but they didn't because of me talking to them and changing the whole outlook on things. But uh, I get energy that I just love energy to making people happy, just making people smile, making people. Have a damn good time making people go home and be like, damn, I enjoyed myself. Yeah. And no, I did that. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. That makes sense. Cause I mean, too, no, I'm I'm big on DJs. You know, I'm I'm one of those people that I don't like when DJs come in with a script, like I'm gonna be like boom, 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 boom. Nah, like, that ain't that ain't real DJing. That's yeah. mm-hmm. uh, in your car just strolling through some shit. Anybody can do that. But yeah. anybody can push play. What I'm trying to say, anybody can push play. Mm-hmm. But it actually takes a person, right. personality, to brand something out for you. Yeah, for sure. And then one more for me. What's the what's the biggest or the liveest party uh, or event that you DJ? I DJ for Cardi B. Well, wow. right out of stage. Uh, Memphis made the year before last. Oh, oh, I was there. I was there. Yeah, yep, yep, yeah, yeah. I, I brought it out on stage, and we kicked yeah. the next stage, and. She complimented me too as well because she was right there as mm-hmm. I was looking around. Yeah. So yeah. That's what's up. Got it. Yeah. So yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's one of my highlights of my career. <laughs> wow. Cool, cool, man. Cool. Really good backstory. So to <laughs> transition, have you DJ a party or any t- <laughs> you said what? I've seen the Tony Allen's been. Uh, he said, he said what it froze up. Have you seen how you DJ any event that Tony Allen has been at? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Him, well, Zemo, I have plenty of stories. I don't know, man. I ain't going to tell all of them, but yes. <laughs> Those dudes are wild. Oh, uh, man. <laughs> yes. yes. They, they party like fret boys. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting you say wild. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Y'all know what happened this week. We had to speak on this, uh, man. This uh, fraud case that happened against the former NBA players, 18 former players, including Mr. Tony Allen himself, Mr. First Team All Defense. What do y'all just, everybody, um, 
any order what's your feelings or well, start with Skyler. what's the feelings what what was your thoughts and feelings just well, when it came out I, I, um disappointed for me i was uh, i was a little disappointed but not to the point to you where you know like um you know like i'm looking down on tony Allen, where i'm looking at him you know in a different light because at the end of the day we all make mistakes we all have done something in some form or fashion at, at some point in our life and we like yeah, that probably wasn't the smartest move. And I think, you know, kind of hearing this news, it, it, it hurts a little bit just because, you know, I've seen um, I've seen T.A. on so many different things, so many different platforms, whether, you know, it's it's interviewing with, with Chris Vernon or, you know, having him, you know, be the the voiceover guy at the Memphis at the Memphis airport, like him being in so many different things and being so involved in. Um, throughout so many things like it was kind of good to see him doing all that type of stuff so to kind of see this news it was it's a little disheartening um but at the end of the day we all make mistakes um and so it was also good to know that he's at least started paying some of the money back um i think he's paid majority of the of it back if i'm not mistaken so yeah we all make mistakes ain't nobody you know more better than a, than another person he actually he paid back three hundred fifty thousand or the four hundred twenty thousand he owed and I'm assuming because Terrence Williams charged them a certain percentage. I'm assuming the last seventy thousand went to Terrence Williams. If I'm, that's just the assumption a lot of people are making because he he was supposed to get a cut from every single player because he was the head honcho. But Sean Teasy, what you had to say? Uh, my thought, my first initial thought was, where the hell your money at in your bank account already? <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, you Tony Allen, you shouldn't. But like you said, everybody, you know, everybody ain't, everybody make mistakes sometimes. There's a difference between making a mistake and knowing what you're doing. <laughs> like, let's be real. Ain't no in between. Hey, a man got to do what a man, man got to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but damn, hey, man. He ain't had no investments, no, no endorsements, no, like, I don't know. And I'll take over from there. Uh, but I'll stand on uh, the same hill I was on yesterday, uh, just in regards to the situation. We're just in a in a world, um, in a time where like all paper things are going to get traced back eventually. Um, and so I hear everyone's point like a mistake is a mistake. Let's just move on. Um, but it sucks because no matter when that mistake was made, whether it was yesterday or a few years ago when the emails, well, we'll talk about that with John Groot um or whatever prescriptions like everything is documented so when it's a document trail eventually that that trail is gonna get dug up by somebody somewhere and it's gonna come back now why tony allen believed in terrence williams um to be the ringleader still uh, baffles me um because terrence williams is getting a cut nor he he was getting a cut but also couldn't cut to the rim so i don't understand uh the comparison but I will um, leave that where it's at because he, he cut a little bit at Louisville, but neither here nor there. Um, yeah, just with Tony Allen, we just got to be more respectful about, like, you know, what we do, um, especially when you're in that big of a spotlight, no matter who you are. Uh, some other guys got called out, Sebastian Telfair. Um, uh, was it Glenn or Glenn? however they spelled it? Uh, <laughs> big Baby Davis. Um, you know, when you're in that type of spotlight, people are going to find – just the smallest things that are against the truth of who you really are as a person. So kudos to Tony for at least starting to pay it back. Um, and like I, I, to Sharp's point, I think he's paid back all of his part. Um, and then Terrence Williams, however, he's going to come up with that money. He needs to pay the rest. Um, so maybe he needs to go 
playing the big three or something like that. If, if you even allow. All right, cut him off, man. Cut him off. It's Sunday. Did you not go to church and receive the God's word today? Because you just added today. What's up, bro? At 9 a.m., I checked in with what's called this phone. Bow. Got my gospel on. I'm ready. Oh, you just read the Bible app. Okay, cool. <laughs> I ain't about to deal with y'all today, man. But <laughs> like, so we talked about this on Let's Be Real. But like Skyler said, man, mistakes. Hey, I'm glad he's only up to it a little bit. He's, I mean, some, he's paying back some money. Uh, his wife was arrested as well. So just uh, like I said, we all. Christians, man, we believe in God. So just prayers out to the Allen family. Um, we also had other former Grizzly players, Tony Tony Roten, um, also Darius Miles, and former Memphis Tiger, Chris Douglas Roberts, uh, Chris Douglas Roberts, aka now it's the real name. Now his name is Supreme Bay, was on the list. So just uh just unfortunate times for all those players. Uh, like I said, get caught up, make mistakes. It's time, you know, you have to reach the consequences. Uh, we'll see what comes out from with Tony Allen. You know, his church is supposed to be retiring in January. We'll see uh, what comes from it. So we just hope for the best for him. Uh, Took, did you have anything? I'm good, man. Like I said, a man got to do what a man got to do. Yeah. Hopefully, at the end of the day, the Grizzlies do, do decide to still retire his jersey. Because yeah. if it weren't for TA, we still wouldn't have yeah. the grit and grind that we are today that everybody loves so much. So I think if it's at a time that we do got to support them through whether being a mistake, then, you know, let's support them. Yeah, and I honestly don't even think that should be a question. What he did had nothing to do with what he did on the floor. What he did off the floor had nothing to do with what he did on the floor. And to your point, too, the man did a lot. He left it on the line every single, you know, every single game that he played. And, you know, if they want to push the the, push the game back. or the, the time in which they retire his then that's fine. But – there should be no question about if the man's number should be retired. Yeah, that's the real question, really, is the pushback of it. He's in, you know, yeah, it's really not a question of him getting jersey retired. It's more so would it happen this season now, or you know, would they push it back to another season? So yeah, he, he's definitely getting retired. So uh let's go and get hop into some preseason action. Preseason start this week. They played three games. Um, I was fortunate to go to the first night against Milwaukee. I tell you, Milwaukee got some other players who names. I could not pronounce spell, whatever. Um, yeah, Giannis Antetokounmpo. I got used to that now. The other ones. Oh, yeah, they coming with it. <laughs> Man, they had about two or three other players, bro. No. But, uh, of course, uh, fire, sprinkle alarm, something triggered the alarm. And ended in the third quarter, so had to leave out. Uh, left the game. I got all the way home. I live in Cordova, 30-minute ride. Got all the way home, and they still, the NBA still had not decided to cancel the game. You had market players walking out with wings, wing guru. You had uh, Coach Budenholzer walking out with his suitcase. Like, they weren't about to play again. So, I don't know why it took eBay so long to cancel. But they finally canceled because I doubt Milwaukee was about to get back on that court. <laughs> but a preseason game. But uh, great. I mean, it was really good and good atmosphere. John Morant uh, utilized his new mid-range jumper that I've been talking about all last season, saying he needs to develop it. Apparently, he has. He's uh, definitely been more confident, took the shots, scored 27 points. Steven Adams um, looking like a really good pickup uh, with his uh, double-doubles, like his energy, getting the rebounds, boys, hitting the hard screens. Um, Triple J had his ups and downs in that first one. He looked good and had a little slow period and got back up going. But overall, I mean, solid performance. And then they played Shard the Knicks for two nights later. Uh, complete Molly Whopping blowout in that game. Then last night against the Atlanta Hawks, uh, a lot of people rested. 
Um, except like I think Bain Tillman Bain scored 18, Tillman scored 11. Um, also, I think DeAnthony Milton played a couple of the guys played, so they went two and they lost their one, they went two and one during their preseason. So, what are y'all thoughts of the games that y'all got to see so far? So, the reason my name today is up to something is because I feel that's exactly what the Grizzlies are doing, they're up to something in some form or fashion, right? And so Listening to, you know, Zach Kleiman, listening to Desmond Bain, listening to John Morant, listening to Triple J, you know, where there was pregame, postgame interviews, they all sound different and different in a way like they're on the same page, but they sound as if they know that they're going to be good. They sound as if like we know for a fact we're going to make the playoffs. We know for a fact this team is good. We, we could care less if we're in the Eastern Conference or the Western Conference. We're going to be really good. We're going to be in the playoffs. And that's something that that I actually like, that I that I caught. Just, I mean, because if you go back and listen to Desmond Baines, um, his interview early in the week, somebody asked him, like, you know, how, do, like, how does he project the team to be? He was like, we'll be good. Trust me. And so when people say, like, when people say things like that, when people come off with it, they're like, you know, when people say stuff like that, it's it's how you say it sometimes. Right. And he just said it as if like they they know that they're going to be good. And so that's what I think. I think they're going to be I'm maybe, you know, maybe it's just they because they beat the, you know, the Charlotte Hornets by 30 in the preseason game. Right. Um, but I think they're going to be really good. Um, and I think also at the end of the day, I think Zach Kleiman is up to something in the sense that. I think they're going to make a trade and I think the trade they're going to make is going to be huge. Um, now, I honestly think Zaire Williams is going to be part of that because, you know, he didn't look that – well, it wasn't the fact that he didn't look that well. But surprisingly, Jerry Cole looked pretty good. Was making, right. was making three, was making shots. I was not expecting that. You know, Trevor gave us the stats on how he looked the past two seasons or the past couple seasons in Minnesota, and he didn't look good. But Jerry Cole uh, did look good uh, in Zaire Williams then. So I think Zach Kleiman is probably going to pull off a trade at some point. Just to really, you know, bolster that that lineup that um, that the Grizzlies have. Well, I think that Skyler, everything that you just said is right on, and I think this is a team that we're looking at with supreme confidence, right? Like we can talk about, you know, the Derrick Roses of the world and the Russell Westbrooks of the world, who in that third season as point guards, they that's when they turned up that next level. You know, Derrick Rose, he won MVP his third season. I'm not saying John Morant can, you know, win MVP this season, but I'm not saying he can't. I'm not saying that the Grizzlies can't have the best record in the Southwest, you know, region, because I do think that they do top to bottom have the best team in our in our um, divisions in, in our conference. I'm sorry. So it's like, mm-hmm. so it's like, why not have that kind of mentality, especially when the leadership is on point? You got players who are hungry because you got five different players that kind of play the same position. So it's like covert, like you said, uh, Skylar, like he he got to turn up now. Like you were a top, you what, seven pick? Like you got to turn up now. And this like your third stop, you, you got to turn up now. So I think we should see something good. Of course, I don't want to see us trades out, but if he's in a the package, then whatever. But, Lito, you said it. They are up to something. You know what I'm saying? I think winning basketball is, is finally a priority. So we, we're here. If I didn't want to go, unless the guests uh, wanted to go before I went, because uh, you were going to. But um, I'm not sold on a few things. I'm not sold on Culver. Um, 
And the reason I said that is I'm just looking. I watched the game last night um, against the Hawks. And to you guys' point, to your point, Sharky, both teams were like resting their starters. So I would expect Jared Colbert to have a better night than what he did. He was two for 10, uh, one for six uh, with five points and four rebounds. Um, the guy that I we've mentioned before who needs to take a, a better step forward with the contract he has because he's making more money than some guy that I know that plays for the Celtics um, is De'Anthony Melton, uh, who was three for 14 and one for eight from the three-point, which lets you know he made one three and kept jacking them up um, and looked pathetic uh, with only three assists. But teach his own. Um, what I saw from – what I liked most about the preseason – um, so far, one, that we're two and one, and we're not at a 500 rate. Um, the other thing is really the recognition that I'm seeing Memphis get on websites, uh, whether it's Beach Report or, or what have you. Like, we are now starting to gather more attention. And why are we gathering more attention? It's not because of J, ladies and gentlemen. It's because of John Moran. Um, and so I agree. we got to be up to something. Um, and John Moran is the key for what we're going to be uh, doing and moving forward. Steven Adams is playing phenomenal um i think we were all kind of you know on the fence about how he would be with us but he's really fitting in very nice so far um but i'm also not one that's going to give a lot to preseason all the way um because i've seen teams go undefeated in preseason um and then become lottery picks uh in the regular season to the point that we've made before and we're going to i'm going to continue to stand on this as well for the grizzlies to make the playoffs they need to win the division um and they have a great chance of winning their division. I think the only other team that they can contend with and fight for in that division, in the division, excuse me, is the Dallas Mavericks. Besides that, who didn't make any moves. Um, and so, to me, I'm we need to win that worse. I, uh, I'll see. I'll check in for us. Um, but what I will say is this is a team that can be in the playoffs. It's going to take them winning the division. Um, and I think it is going to take a trade. Um, I'm not saying of the Ben Simmons type, but I think there is a trade that's in there uh, for us to do. Um, and last thing I will say, there's one thing you cannot take away from the sport of basketball, and that's premium shooting. And Desmond Bain has been providing that the entire regular season, the entire summer league. And if there's anything else that Desmond Bain's going to do, he's going to spot up, he's going to make that three. And it's, he's shooting that clip at, at least over 40%. I think it might be 44%. Um, in these past three games. So that's one thing that we've always needed and been yearning for. Um, so shout out to Desmond Bay. Yeah, and I think if anything, that answers two questions that or two questions that he had when Grayson Allen was traded. I think somebody asked, why was Grayson Allen traded? Because of Desmond Bain. <laughs> like Desmond I like Bain. it though. I like it though. I like yeah, it though. he looks really, really well. Like he it's again like you know I had that 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 comment uh, about John Morant like I think last year year before they you know that he's playing with that second year swag you know when you when you're a freshman or you're a rookie you kind of like you you may be hesitant to do a couple of things you're trying to figure out what you can get away with things like that Desmond Bain knows exactly what he's going to be doing he knows his role um, on this team and he looks he looks really good Triple J looked okay he looked okay he looked well um, I was you know I was a little. I'm 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 worried that he still fouls a lot. Like that's my thing with him. It's just it's the unnecessary fouls that like gets him in foul trouble. Then it lack know, of like, discipline is what it's called. Yeah, it's exactly. Yeah. So Desmond Bain looked good. Triple J, Triple J did look um he looked good as well, but it's those fouls that, that bother me. Yep. 
um, my two my two, uh, my key takeaways. Uh, first, the marking game when you mentioned Grayson Allen, he's he did start in game, and we saw uh, D'Anthony Melton and uh, Destin Bain both started, and they outplayed them. Uh, another note I took the start. Uh, so you know, we had the question about the starting lineup. I think the ones who said that like that would be the starting that like that would that will be what would be going on. Kyle Anderson came off the bench, and Dylan Brooks was out. Dylan Brooks hadn't played, did not play this week. Uh, he was out with, I think, that sword or something. So we pretty much got our answer. Kyle Anderson will be coming out the bench as the six or seven man, and either the Anthony Melton or Bain, they're pretty much vying for the two spot. I'm thinking I want Bain to start, but I, I mean, Melton start is cool too. But I think Bain, I think Bain will end up winning, and Melton will be coming out the bench, and him and Kyle Anderson will be the six slash seventh man. But boy, just my observations from this week. You got something too? Yeah, I was saying we paying the Anthony Melton start of money. It's time for you to, to show us, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, but, I can definitely see 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 him starting, but I like Bane too. Like we need mm-hmm. the extra shooting. But we, we already know we already got somebody that's gonna show all the shots though. Ooh, Dylan Brooks. Yeah, Dylan Brooks and Dylan Brooks did not play this week. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I'm joking, man. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I miss Trev. I miss Trevor. But uh, to get off of Gail Bethel, she's point that he made earlier. Uh, I did tweet out the preseason. Yeah, we looked like this in the preseason last year. In the first two games of the regular season, we lost. So, you know, I'm waiting to the regular season before I really, like, get sights. <laughs> the same thing happened last year. We blew out Minnesota. We blew out Atlanta. We was like, oh, snap. Regular season started. We lost to the same Atlanta team. We just beat by 30. So, you know, that's, that's, that's how it go. Especially with Milwaukee. They didn't play any start. I mean, Brooke Lopez was the only player who – Played in the playoffs last year. They played, I think, great George Hill. Like, you know, so it's the preseason for you, but they do look well. I do see things the players are working on. And I'm interested with the uh, rotation because by Coach Jenkins' rotation, it's pretty much going to be Brandon Clark or Xavier Tillman. Both of them, it won't be both of them playing. It looks like it looks like the rotation will probably be the starting five, what we just said with Ja, Bain, um, Dylan, Triple J, Steve Adams. Backups, Tyus Jones, DeAnthony Melton, that Kyle Anderson will be at the four, and the three and the five is either Brandon Clark and Xavier Tillman on any given night, and at the three, Zaire Williams, Jared Cover any given night, and Sprinkle and John Conchar because he did, he was the first off the bench in those games as well. So they still sneaking him in there, which um, I don't mind. I mean, he, he's kind of like, you know, they call DeAnthony Melton Mr. Do Something. John Conchar pretty much does. <laughs> he's missed to do something as well. He he does something every time he's on the court. So no problems on my end or either way. So it's looking good. But like I said, it's still preseason. We got a couple games uh, coming up this week. I know we got Detroit. Um, who else we got? Can't think of off the top of my head. Detroit, Indiana, and Chicago to finish out the preseason slate this week. So next week, rec season start. Sean Tease, did you have anything? Did you get to catch the games? Oh, man, nah. I ain't gonna lie, nah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> to get you, man, one more time. Um, anybody got anything else on y'all? Just thoughts going forward or anything y'all see? Nah, I think the other, the one last thing that I had is you can tell that John Moran has worked on his game. Um, and he's actually being backed um, a lot by Taylor Jenkins and Zach Kleiman. They are talking, you know, really well about him too. They expect big things from him. Um, I think it was Zach Kleiman or I can't remember if it was Zach Kleiman or Taylor Jenkins that, you know, put a stamp in and said that John Moran is going to be an all-star this season. 
Can't wait to see you. Yeah, who's in the title, Jenkins? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I second that. I second that. And uh, I, I'm interested in seeing this whole Brandon Clark thing at the five too, um, because I really feel like just on a basketball aspect, Tillman and Clark are kind of they'll mesh together. Like they do different things, but that's the interesting story on that one. So I, I can't wait to see how that one turn out. That's just my thoughts. Just seeing how they played, because I think they really like how I am sent the four, and when they. When they were just bringing the bench lineups, they didn't bring Clark and Tillman in together. Like the Milwaukee game, Clark didn't even play. Then against uh, Charlotte, I think Clark played over Tillman. Tillman played a little bit. Clark played more than he did. So yeah, that's just my yeah. general just synopsis of the first two games. Like I said, a lot of the stuff Dylan Brooks hasn't played yet. So once he get back in, we know he's starting. Then we'll start mm-hmm. to fill out and know what the rotation will really be. But I just kind of yeah, think sure. it's going to be an any given night type of thing just by the feel of it. And yeah. Like, uh, I about to say, like, Scott's point to trade with a uh, potential trade coming. There we go. There's some players that I just named in that little Brandon Clark, Tillman, like you said, Zaire Williams or Jerry Cover. Those players will probably be in that trade that Scott is referring to. Yeah. And to the point I made about the rotation, I'd love to see how uh, Coach Jenkins does it this year uh, that we already discussed. Like, you know, starting five, who's coming off the bench, who's replacing who. Uh, especially knowing how Dylan Brooks does get in foul trouble. Um, so who's going to be his replacement uh, first and foremost off the bench? But then also, like, when, as the season progresses, what does that rotation continue to look like? Um, even if there is a trade or not a trade, you know, how do we really – how do we just go and win this division, man? Like, I, I really – I have nothing else to say besides I really want us to win this division. And I don't think there's been a stronger chance since we've had the grit and grind air for us to really win the division. And now is really our chance to do it, um, you know, barring injuries and stuff like that. So John Moran is an all-star, um, but I also want him to win the MIP this year as well. Um, we got to bring home something um, if we don't bring home a championship. So let's go at least get the MIP. Cool, cool. right on. Well, man, we're going to say a uh, shout out, man. Appreciate you coming on, Sean Teasy. Uh, appreciate you yeah. It's an honor. It's an honor and a pleasure. And where everybody can, uh, like, it's follow you list. Of course, you don't want, I mean, you know, <laughs> radio. You, so. you, you said what? Because, of course, you don't radio, but, like, where people can follow you at on social media. Oh, oh, oh man. Everything Sean Teasy underscore 901. Gotcha, gotcha. S-H-O-N. I know it's a way spell, Sean. Yeah, it is. S-E-A-N, S-H-O-W-N, S-U-A-N. It's all right, man. So remember to follow us on Twitter at starting five number five MEM. Follow Grizzly Bear Blues at SBN Grizzlies and listen to the other podcasts on the network, 3D Podcast, Core Four Podcast, GBB Live, and The Long View by Parker Fleming. Remember to follow me at the one underscore P Shark. Uh, I'm still at underscore Scott on Twitter. Nothing's changed. I'm at the art of I'm sorry. It's really shitty. That's really mine. <laughs> I'm not about Trevor. Hey your man at Tev Shakir, my guy Sean T. Yeah. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Of course, remember fire the art of Trevor. Uh self of and everything's capitalized. First letter airport is capitalized self of because this is a preposition. <laughs> He's yeah, out in Atlanta. So. It. <laughs> All right, y'all. Until next time. Agree.
Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. 